Deuce Cash. Welcome to the 12 Minute Podcast, uh, Season 2. Season 2. Uh, interesting, I'm just going to jump right into it here. Uh, we're talking about Joburg versus Cape Town today. Yep. Uh, that's the topic of discussion, a bit of context. Uh, myself, Glenn, KK, we all studied in Cape Town. Uh, but So they, they, they grew up in Zim. I grew up in Pretoria. So we, we all have some sort of experience with both cities doing our tertiary education there. Yeah. And then I obviously I'm back in Pretoria. KK has been in Joburg for quite a stint. Glenn is still in Cape Town. Uh, we got Max in the house. He's just like Pretoria. So for the purpose of this conversation, Joburg um, through and through. And we're just going to talk about the difference between the two cities. Uh, what in particular, what in, in, in particular, the opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. What, in, what inspired um, this conversation? Uh, so our friend KK read an article. Um, KK, you might want to chime in here. What is what is the title of the article? Just elaborate on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So there's an article written by uh, this lady called Tiniko Nguenya. Um, she's an investment analyst at All Mutual uh, in Cape Town, mm. and she was talking about her experience being a black professional in the mother city, and why she's now moving to Joburg. And uh, just just to before you jump into that, you also want to move from Cape Town to Joburg, right? Yes. Uh, I want to move here, and it's. Not, I would love to say it's solely based on career, but it's also the social aspect of it. That's high key, and yeah. I, I think it's deeper <laughs> than just like work. But jump into it, get yeah. into like the, so the, the article. I'll, I'll talk about my experience being uh, working in Cape Town. Uh, obviously, um, having gone to a, I went to a high school where uh, were people, f- both black uh, and, and white, um, in Zim. Um, and the social dynamic there is not as unequal as it is in South Africa. In what sense? In the sense that, like, people almost see each other as equal in Zim. Okay. So, um, I don't think a black guy sees himself as inferior just because he's black. I nor see. does a white person see himself as superior. superior because he's white. Okay. And being sobered up. And, 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 yeah, I guess the, the experiences <laughs> uh, uh, that our previous president w- put them through, I guess, sobered them up. To the realities that this is Africa, um, but let me go back to Cape Town. So, the simple thing uh, is I started noticing when I started working is that uh, the, mo- the 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 language of communication and profession uh, on a professional level is a lot of Afrikaans. So, oh, <laughs> so look at it, it this way: the, yeah. the official language yeah. for a company is English, right? But there's a lot of um, you're in a meeting and people have a side conversation where they were well aware that there's two or three people here who don't speak Afrikaans. It's not a, uh, they don't know. They're well aware you don't. Are these guys your superiors or your peers? Some of them are your peers. Um, but I think it's a, they're in a social setting where they've never had to actually thoroughly thought about race and language and um, transformation and inclusion. So... I think that's more so in Cape Town. I think Joburg. It happens both ways. It does happen both ways. But I, th- I, I do you not feel like in, in Joburg people are more exposed to diversity than they are in Cape Town. I, this is just I'm just asking. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll I'll probably say so because um, I was gonna go there. There are a lot of cliques in, in Cape Town, and it's a very there's very a lot of very wide communities. So it's not as integrated. So you have spaces where it's very, very Afrikaans. Um, 
I'll even go as far as there's a job I did in this little town called Montague. Uh, I think I was the only black person in that town. I lived in that town for a week to complete my job there. Is that in the Western Cape? Yeah, yeah, it's in the Western Cape, just about 100Ks out of Cape Town. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I definitely found from my time studying in Cape Town, it was predominantly English in the areas that I was at. But as you started to venture out towards Stellenbosch and um, more of your surrounding cities, it becomes a lot more Afrikaans. True. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I understand how the, 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 the area, the, the dominant language is Afrikaans. Yeah. Um, but then in corporate, I think there's two need for more integration uh, and transformation. So I realized in meetings, people start, they switch to a language you clearly don't understand. And after five minutes, they're like, oh, KK, what do you think? Like, ah, guys, I, I wasn't part of this conversation for the last yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they do it not knowing. Yes, yeah. But I've made it my point for them to know. I see. So the moment the conversation changes to Afrikaans, I take out my phone in a serious meeting. Yeah. Clearly browse through it mm. so that people know this guy's not engaged in yeah. this meeting. They can't be shocked because at the same time, I'm not in the meeting. You're talking a language I don't understand. I see. Do you think that will change? With I, I think that if, if this was like a game, I feel like that's 1-1. One, one. Yeah. But <laughs> to it, Cape Town and Jogo because I feel like there's a problem that is up in Gauteng. I'm just going to include Pretoria for yeah. the purpose of this conversation. I think it's something we struggle with up here as well. So, so, so easy. Uh, at your workplace, did you experience anything like this? No. You see, because I was, in, I was, I was working for an SOE. So SOEs are very different to the private sector mm. where a lot of things are black people are being pushed, women are being pushed in particular. So I never dealt with that. And I've actually never experienced it firsthand, the whole language discrimination thing. But I do know it is a problem here. And it's with UP, it's a big thing. Um, uh, University of Free State, it's a thing. Stellenbosch, it's a thing. So I think being at UCT, I was lucky to not... Um, experience that. experience that it's a very multi-cultured university so you uh-huh. so but i do know that it is a problem in Joburg as it is in cape town but apart from language kk what is another what 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 is pulling you to sort to of come towards Joburg? so and also i think we should put it out here glenn you prefer cape town right to Joburg? yes i do yeah so you you like you like cape town right i love cape town okay <laughs> Okay, so KK, what, what, professionally, what do you do? So uh, I'm in audit. Um, so th- that means I meet a lot of uh, C executive people in companies just by the line of work I do. Um, so a lot of the times after I finish my work, I usually present the, uh, the results to a board mm-hmm. um, if I go with a partner and you talk through some of the problems, yeah. right? So every time I go, let's say with a white colleague, even if I'm the most senior person on that team, there's also assumption that I work underneath this guy. Okay. But yeah. again, that will be the same in Joburg. True. But now, I'll never forget, there's a client um, who kept asking all the questions in Afrikaans, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it, clearly, I was the person who was running with the project. Yeah. And everyone would be looking at you to answer. I'm like, yeah. hey, can someone interpret for me? Um. So there was a lot of, if you're black, it's almost seen as, oh, you're in the room. Okay, prove to me you're qualified. That's, I see what you're that's saying. The co- where the conversation starts. It's not, uh, 
okay, what results are you presenting so do you to you me? Think, do you think that being in a more English... I think in jo- Joburg, if, especially if you're somewhere in Santon, mm. I don't think you'd experience that as much. Yeah, right. and I think there are way more black professionals mm. at the top in Santon or mm. in Joburg in general. Okay. We're, so transformation is active in Joburg. It's not a... I, I've gone to a lot of meetings where I'm not the only black guy in a board. I see. Whereas if, if you're in Cape Town... <laughs> If you're two, that's a lot. I see. It's usually just one. I see. So let me let me play devil's advocate. Yeah. Here. So given your experience in a professional sort of setting, right? Yeah. Glenn, let me ask you, what what is it about Cape Town and what is it about Joburg that puts you off? So you have KK who's experiencing this language barrier, right? Um, especially in the outskirts of uh, Cape Town where it's very Afrikaans-based and he feels, you know, he wouldn't deal with that as much in Joburg. What is it about Cape Town that you love that you don't sort of resonate? Okay, so so there's um and you're like more of a tech in a tech yes, space. Yes, so right? so I'm in I'm in I'm in the tech industry, software. Doesn't that sound cool to say like that word? <laughs> like just <laughs> everything's cooler before. Like you're just like ah, I work for an IT company. Nah, nah, not IT man. Better. Tech, tech. Okay, uh, so yeah. I'm in the tech industry, and um, it's a, it's Cape Town is the hub of of tech in, yeah, in South Africa. Definitely. So professionally, it makes sense to be this side. Okay. Even though I might not get paid as much as in Joburg, I think I'm not sure. You won't. Uh, KK would probably. You, yeah, you won't. Yeah, I think. I think. I think that's just the general for 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 all the. But your living expenses are higher, aren't they? In this is, I'm in Joburg. To fact check in, in Cape Joburg. Town. In, in Cape, Cape Town. Town. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's the, that's very true. So, but but professionally, it makes sense to be this side, and also sorry to be in Cape Town, and also another thing, Joburg. I've never actually liked the place. Like I just don't feel easy when I'm there, right? It's the like jungle. It's, the, it's, it's too much of a jungle, bro. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, just the just the the the, the atmosphere and the, the the air you breathe there is just different. And like, you know, I hear I hear it's a lot a different of different energy, different energy. And and I hear like um, stories of muggings, stories of hijacks, you know, like stuff like that. And it, yeah. it freaks me out. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, um, I've heard of te- like taxifiers and Ubers that like stray off with. With, yeah. with girls yes. you know stuff stuff that really happens in in cape town you know so so it's just like the energy man it's just uh, the, the remember the the uber uh what's it called um violence that was happening yeah yeah uber drivers getting you know killed and stuff mm. a young boy 21 year old getting killed uh an uber driver like getting burnt in his car so stuff like so so i've never really like felt easy felt at ease like every time i actually come to job it's like it's, i just feel like i just feel defensive you know but when i'm in cape town i'm a lot more free even though like there is crime but um it's it's, it's much much here's much here's less. the difference yeah and for the the the, the nature for this conversation i consider myself a joburg even though i'm not but from a joburg point of view to play devil's advocate yeah. i think that cape town is a bit more you're in a bit more of a bubble and you feel safe and you feel like there's no crime, but you really aren't. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's things going down in Cape Town that are, like, you know, extreme, but you're not as exposed to it as you are in Joburg. So in Joburg, you can be... Uh, is a very good example. So yeah. for people who don't know, Mabuneng is this area that's been built up. I feel you really... Did. Yeah, identified. Inside. Yeah, it's, in, I think... I believe there's a Jewish guy who owns, like, 30 buildings there, right? I think he's, yeah. Damn. And um, he's sort guy. of like, yeah, one guy. He sort of had this dream to, like, sort of, like, cre- bring people back into the city because people went... People were going up to the outskirts of Joburg and he was like, hey, let's bring people back in. So what you have is this very, like, buzzing hub of, like, 
vibrant young creative um you know youths just making things happen but like less than 500 meters away it is going down you know what i'm saying whereas you don't have that in cape town Mm -mm. cape town is like very sort of like split in terms of where where it yeah, goes down where it goes, goes down, down it's quite secluded yeah max yeah. just chimed in secluded so i think that it's not that Joburg is unsafe per se you're just like more exposed to the reality of the country and i think it's it's a metaphor for a lot of what happens in cape town where it, it just feels like a big bubble for me and i always felt when i was down there like you it's very easy to be out of tune with the country that you live in Whereas I think Joburg is unsafe, definitely. But it keeps you grounded. Like, you you, you know that you know what. Like, it's not all good here. It's not all rosy because you see it every day. Whereas in Cape Town, if you're in, like, what's an example? Rondebosch. If you're in Rondebosch, you'll be like, nah, things are actually nice. But meanwhile, like, 10 kilometers away from you, like. Not even 10 Ks, about 3 Ks, just go down the road yeah. to Ethel. It's going down. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, you can't. It's nah. 500 meters to 3 yeah, five hundred <laughs> meters, three kids. But at the same time, you can't disqualify what Deuce is saying. Like, yeah. I had a friend who came and visited me, right? And I took him to Neighbor Goods, right? And he was just so uneasy. He was just like, um, "Well, this is much." And this is Neighbor Goods. Like, I mean, that's fairly like. Yeah. I could take him to much worse places, but there were just gents around, and he was like, "Yo, dude, these guys are making me feel uncomfortable." And I understand what you're saying. It's a very different. I think it's a little bit hard adjusting to to Joburg. True. From Cape Town. But once you do, once you adjust to it, you know your places you hang out, times you drive, you know. Yeah. The times you take Ubers, the times you drive. I hear you. In the city. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah, but all that, all that is what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Like that's. <laughs> I, I, I guess I yeah. hear what you're saying. I, I, I get yeah. what you're saying, Lynn. Then you feel unsafe, and a lot of people do. Um, but then when you look, so so I'm gonna switch it up to how you feel in a social setting in Cape Town. Um, That's another angle you can yeah, look yeah. at it, yeah? Look at it this way. How, how, how many friends do you just easily make uh, from your outings uh, that are just not the guys you went to varsity with? Zero. For real? In Cape Town, you've made no friends, like just a cold approach, now we boys kind of thing. No, so I, like I, I, it's usually like you meet up with someone who like it's, it'll be a mutual friend, a guy uh, you've never met. Friend, yeah. That's how I've made new friends, yeah. or or like your flatmate has friends. Yes. you end up like knowing them, but like actually, or it's usually like meeting as because because they're mutual friends with one of your friends. I see. But like just just like straight up, now now we're boys. I've, I've personally never had that. Yeah. So so my next question is: Do you ever just rock up to? Um, Places like uh, what's that place in uh, Old Biscuit Mill mm-hmm. uh, with your mates, and you guys are sitting at a table, and the the table next to you starts having chats with you, and you get in, int- start interacting. Usually, who's on the next table? Let's usually start okay. So, in your example, Old Biscuit Mill, usually it's going to be like German tourists. <laughs> <laughs> so just for context, Old Biscuit Mill is similar to Neighbor Goods. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Pound for pound, yeah. 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 Uh, but I don't know if Neighbor Goods does it have a lot of international people too. Yeah, a lot, quite tourists, a few. Yeah, yeah. Okay. a lot, a lot actually. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so so it's pretty much the same. Yeah. So so that's I guess in that in that setting, yes. Um, yeah. So w- what I'm g- g- getting to is that when you're in Joburg, um, how I feel is like there are a lot of happy blacks. So. I go with my What's friends. What's a happy black? What's, What's a happy black? It's, it's people. Yeah. It's people who who are succeeding in their careers, mm-hmm. um, and, and 
they're comfortable in their surroundings and their ambition is not limited by the environment they're in. I hear you. So there are a lot of people where you're out in neighborhoods, you're chilling with your boys, and some guys just grooving to the music you listen to next mm-hmm, to you. Mm-hmm. And you look at each other like, ah, oh, good times. You're like, yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah. Then before you know it, hey, I'm KK. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, I'm XYZ. Oh, this is what I do. And just have a chat. Yes. I mean, not see him again, but it's so easy to just be in that space because yeah. culturally we're in the same uh, same headspace. Yes. Um. And I see, so sometimes you just see some guy and you're like, he's like, oh, I recognize you, dude. I work at this bank. You're like, oh, is it? It's like that with everything. We were, me and Max were having a conversation about like where, from like a creative point of view, right? Where yeah. you know one guy and you, you basically know everyone. Like it's like a hub. So yeah. I, I can understand how that becomes a thing. Yeah. There's so definitely I definitely a network. There's Although a network. I'm sure Cape Town's the same to some extent. But it's, it's not within your race. That's oh, how they see so I see what you're saying. It's 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 there, but a lot of um, there's such a racial divide in, in Cape Town, and you can't discount the fact that the economic power is not with our people, black people. That's a that's an interesting point that you bring up. I always found when I was in Cape Town yeah. that to add to the whole happy black yeah. thing that you spoke about. I always felt like it wasn't the place to become a happy black because like the opportunities either weren't there or they weren't. Um, as vast as they are in Joburg. Yeah. Would you say that that's a fair assessment? I'd say the opportunities are there. They're just not uh, communicated into your circles. Mm. So you look at it, we're um, we're here. Um, I I know a lot of people, the opportunities. I just bump into you and you tell me your story. Yeah. Then I'll be like, oh, listen, uh, where I work, we're looking for X, Y, Z. I see. But because you're in my circle, the... The circle where the opportunity exists is the circle you're in as a black individual in your work. Yeah. Opportunity is, you can find it every, anyway. I see. Whereas in, in Cape Town, opportunities are there, but it's within like more wide circle. And I it's see. quite clicky. Okay. So I'll tell you this. If it's not a, um, a white person I met at varsity yeah. or a white guy I met at work, yeah. I haven't made friends outside that. I see. Which is a problem. That's a hot take, by the way. And that is a hot take. Th- it's a problem because yeah. it, it, the city is, has a lot of uh, people of color and a lot of pe- white people. Mm-hmm. And for it to, to, for you to say transformation is truly happening, I should be able to go out with my black friends and come out having made a couple of white guy friends. Yeah. And it shouldn't be such a hard job. Like, it shouldn't be such a hard try. Yes. Okay, let me ask you something. Yeah. Because I've known you for a while. We yeah. met when we were, what, 18? Yeah, yeah. We're about 18. We're about 18 when we met. And in, in my time when we were on campus, you were not as political. Do you think that being in the workplace has exposed you a bit more to some of these issues? So I remember during the time of Fees Must Fall and et cetera, um, and I'm, I'm generalizing yeah. here, but foreign students seem to be a bit more oblivious to the racial issues that were happening within the country. And yeah. I think that, I'm not saying you were oblivious at the time, but I yeah. feel like you're more aware of what's happening now. Do you think that that has changed becoming a, a professional as opposed to being a student in yeah. Cape Town? So I think um, being a, a, a UCT, it's such a bubble. Again, that's, and we spoke yeah. about that. Yeah, so that bubble. I'll tell you, it's so easy for people of different races to interact at UCT because you're all, um, operating on an intellectual yes, space, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know. So that's all 
oh, is this guy is doing my degree? Oh, he's a shop mm, guy. Yeah. And you chat. Yeah. Um, and it's quite easy in the sense that to just job. I could easily make friends when I was still at UCT. Yeah. And as I said, a lot of the white uh, friends I have, I made them while I was still at UCT. Yes. Zero have been made outside UCT. So you weren't really aware of the situation yeah. while you were a student until now. Until now, you start working, you're like, hey, wait. I hear you. People I actually you. don't treat you the same. They don't I look here at you the same. You know, so here if I'm in a space and I'm like having a bra, I'm like, oh, easy, man. Can you come through? Oh, bring some friends. Yeah. But like, it's, I, ju- I, I just haven't been in those spaces after UCT. It's yeah. just, it's so, this is your life where work, we interact here, you go home, I go home, I go back to my circle. There's no integration. Yeah, I see. Um, Yeah, so I feel like uh, life is now getting to a point where it's a bit stagnant. Uh, socially and like professionally you can't um leverage off your network as much in cape town yeah um i feel like the op- uh, the, the circle of opportunities outside my social circle while opportunities are there in cape town yeah i think it's just outside my social reach okay hence the move to joe right yeah interesting deuce hey man that was uh that was a good chat thanks kk um but I think that's all we have for this episode. Um, yeah, definitely. I think we sort of covered everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all in all, I think I think you get the point. Uh, It'll be interesting Cape to hear Town what wins. other people say because I'm sure people are probably listening to this and just like chiming in. So maybe if we have a place where people can just comment and yeah. keep the conversation going, you know what I'm saying? Just comment, comment on yeah. uh, wherever wherever you you you're listening. Maybe whether SoundCloud. It's SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. I think SoundCloud is the easiest to because yeah, you, you can you can pinpoint like what, what, you're, what you're commenting we on. We can't yeah. cover like our experiences alone are too narrow to really cover this topic in depth. So yeah, highlight your boys. Put the comments in and uh, let us know what you think. All right. Um, seducing Easy. Yeah. Uh, you can check us out on SoundCloud. 12 Minute Podcast with Deucing Easy. Same thing with the Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Uh, and then you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Deucing Easy, and uh, the Facebook page, Deucing Easy. Deucing Easy, we out. Shout out. <laughs>